Hey everybody, welcome to the BA Podcast, your co-host James with Jake, episode 181, with special guest, recurring guest, the Gilf man himself, Nick Gilpin. Gilf, how's it going? Doing great, FIFA all week, let's go Bears. Yeah, Jake, happy Thursday. Yes, it's Thursday, tomorrow's Friday, week 13 starts right now, tonight, Bills, Patriots, end of the first quarter, 7-3, Patriots, we'll get into that a little bit later. World Cup is here, Portugal, we'll talk about that later as well, United States, too. Tomorrow's Friday, the weekend's here, I'm excited. How about you, well, James? Here. Yeah, weekend's almost here, we're back with another episode. Let's get straight into it, let's talk about World Cup, uh, take it from here, Jake and Gil. What an exciting day today, huh? Yeah, you know it. Foot, soccer or football. I know it's soccer because we tied uh, England. I mean, I don't know about you, but the Germany-Japan situation was amazing. Okay? Yeah. Germany put up three in the second half, and Japan held their own against Spain and beat them. I mean, Germany has been in the World Cup round of 16 for how many years? They had, they missed it last time, so they haven't been in it since 2014. That's... Hey. That's sad. That's end sad. of an era. End of an era. Yeah. So what was but, the situation? Uh, they, they they won four to two, but it was uh, Japan spoiler that ultimately uh, won them advance or what? Uh, yeah. So they actually tied in points mm. to uh, Spain, but since Spain beat, I believe it was what Costa Rica, it was like. Four to one or four to zero, that they had the goal differential on lock. So, I mean, it all came down to Japan tying Spain at the end. Wow. But shout, shout out Kai Havertz on uh, Germany. That's my boy from Chelsea. You know, he, uh, you big Chelsea fan. He, I'm big Chelsea fan. Okay, all my guys in the league, I'm rooting for them. All these guys in the cup. Yep, I'm going to in a couple of weeks time. I might be a I might be a fan of Saudi Arabian soccer. So, big couple of weeks for me. It's a huge challenge. Um, I, was wishing, I was wishing he was going that, to Chelsea. That that AAV of $208 million a year is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, you know, he's Portuguese, you know, as the best country in the world, you know, who takes, you know, just the best country mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. We get paid them. Mm-hmm. We don't get, like, these little, oh, here's $20 million a year. No, 10 times that. That's what we get paid a year. It's absurd. Inshallah. Yeah. Crazy uh, stop. Crazy LIV golfers get paid a lot. Good lord, Ronaldo's about to wipe the floor. Yep. Well, three years in Saudi Arabia, and then last stop MLS. Can't wait. Hey, that Saudi Arabian money—that's that's some blood money. Let's be real here. Whoa, whoa! We don't talk politics here on the podcast. Yeah, right? we don't talk. Hey, yeah. I'm just saying. We don't that, talk that, about that. Hey. That's enough. That's enough. We don't talk that's about that. Enough. That's enough. That's enough. So who does the USA play this coming Saturday? Some bot-ass country. Netherlands is where uh, we play. Touchdown uh, Patriots. I mean, Bills. Stefan Diggs. Yes, play we in played, Netherlands? We, yeah, we played in uh, Netherlands. Why, is the, why do the games got to be at 7 o'clock in the morning, man? I'm trying to watch the game at a decent time on the weekend. halfway across the, co- the world. Yeah, it's a, I don't care. It's why, can't they have, why can't they put it at the 11 o'clock game? I've been more than capable to going out at 11 o'clock a.m. than at 7 a.m. Even though they're having deals at 7 a.m. at El Prez and, and PB, but I'm just not doing it. Just not going to do it. 
Can't do it. Won't do it. Can't win with them. This Thursday night game's on Prime, right? Yes, every yeah, single was on Prime. Thursday night game. Jesus. Good, good times there. But yeah, uh, World Cup. Um, Pulisic will play, even though he got hit in the balls pretty bad. Yeah, rough scene. Yeah, rough scene. Um, uh, so it's it's labeled as a uh, pelvic contusion in the post-game interview, or the post-match interview, sorry. He was laughing with the reporter saying he got hit in the in the pelvic area, not in the balls. His balls are small. He is good sure. to go for next this Saturday. He's going to play from what we know. And uh, hopefully he can be Captain America again because we're going to need some help. Mm-hmm. That's true. Tomorrow, not Saturday, Netherlands. What are the odds for that game? Let's check. Let's check. Um, over under two. I would take the under. So I think it's going to be a one zero. USA uh, plus three, three hundred and thirty. Netherlands hundred. Um, I I see the no, game over depends honestly. Really? Yeah. Now that's what gets exciting. Right? I I think this USA defense and Turner and goal is elite. Okay, this defense nah. is insane. Yeah, no, their goalie's pretty good too. I didn't know he was on ESPN, not top ten. I think that was they played like a, a, on Twitter like over and over again how he the ball went up in the air and he scored it on himself. But you know, he's playing playing lights out. For and him. they've only they've only allowed one goal, and it was off a pen. And Gareth Bale, I swear to God, hit that ball a million miles an hour, and that was I don't think anyone in the world could have blocked that. Hmm. Uh, um. But yeah, any anything else uh, World World Cup wise you guys want to talk about? Portugal's um, on to the round of sixteen. England, you know England, that. I mean, no. easy group. People thought our friend Alejandro was like, "Oh, Portugal will have a tough time. Win two games, already in, already through. So not tough at all. Um, you know, it's simple. We're looking like one of the best teams in the world. Obviously, had the best player of all time easily. So yeah, we're looking pretty good. I'm excited. Yeah, feels that uh, Alejandro, uh, my coworker. We were watching that game. They were, had it in the bag, pretty much. Argentina was uh, helping them out there. Uh, so they played the game at the same time. But, um, yeah, ultimately they just choked at the end. Uh, Ochoa, his brother, unfortunately, you know, letting a goal late in uh, an extra time. Ultimately, I mean, winning the game 2-1, to one, but, you know, having to go home feels bad. You guys have a dark horse for this World Cup? Some underdog team that might make it. Dear God, Australia. <laughs> Australia. Okay. The Aussies. Um, I have. Uh, you know, I, I I like that. I, I I'll agree with Drake. I'll take Australia too. Um, love love those love Australian people. So might as well just pick them. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Morocco hey. over Spain. Mm. Really. Uh, my boy Ziyech, also a Chelsea guy, um, scored a goal today. Oh, really? For the, for the Moroccans, and I, I can see them honestly beating a, a, a defeated Spain team that didn't look too good against Japan. I think the biggest upset that will happen tomorrow is South Korea beating Portugal. I, I mean, they can win that South game. Korea this whole time. They, can, they can win that game. doesn't matter. Uh, They're already eliminated, but you know. Thoughts? Thoughts, I, I want South Korea to win, but 
I just don't know. Is uh is is Neymar good or or what? What's his deal with his injury? He rolled his ankle, so I don't even know if he's playing anymore. What is That's he? awful. Well, I don't know how long he's out for. Blacks? I mean, if it's a high ankle sprain, he's most likely done. It's it's GG. Yeah, they're saying he, uh, he, he might he might miss the rest of the World Cup. It's not, it's not That's looking good. Apparently, his ankle swelled up to the size of a, a fucking football. So, and a big Saj. Yikes! That's like me uh, ultimate frisbee. Jake knows. Yeah, I remember that play. <laughs> well, I was yeah, that was. No, I remember when Josh tore his hamstring and never showed up again. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, any other updates? Any other thing you want to talk about World Cup-wise, fellas? Nope. Nope. All right, well, let's move on. Let's go ahead and talk about um, the other football. Um, 49ers versus Dolphins. Um, 49ers uh, rolling what, on a four-game win streak, three-game win streak here now, Jake? Four. Four-game win streak. Ultimately, they are now seven and four, right? Yep. Um, leading the division, uh, they were um, – Seventh in the playoffs, in the playoff picture, now go up all the way to third, um, where the Seahawks were. But because we had beat them, uh, we are now there. 4 0 in the division uh, right now, uh, going up against the Dolphins uh, this upcoming Sunday, 1 05 p.m. Um, I mean, some, we talked about last week for uh, a little bit. Uh, they went ahead and beat the Saints 13 0. Uh, what a game. Absolute shut up by the defense. Let me look at my notes real quick. And see what I put down. Um, we damn near see it. We damn near say it every single week. Hufunga, uh, uh, that guy. Thoughts? It's pretty good. It has a future. Yeah. Um, yeah. Defense played lights out. I mean, fumble recovery by Fred Warner with a punch out, peanut punch. Um, multiple fourth down stops. Goal line stop twice. It's not really there. I mean, we did get to see a Jawan Jennings touchdown. Shouts out to him. Mr. Third down himself. But wasn't too worried. I mean, we said it in the chat a couple times. And uh, Jake, you said it yourself too. I mean, coming from uh, Mexico, kind of like on a short week, uh, going up against uh, a Saints uh, team like this with uh, Cameron Jordan and Tyron Matthew. Um, were you surprised that the, that the offense wasn't really churning out points and churning out yardage? What were your thoughts on the offense? I wasn't surprised. They, the good defense. They got two of their uh, defensive linemen back in Cameron Jordan, and I forgot the other guy's name. They got them back. Uh, even though they were missing, I believe, the corner, um, Marshawn Lattimore, um, they still have a pretty good defense that kind of got after the quarterback in the Niners' um, interior offensive line. So I wasn't too surprised, uh, but it was good to see the defense play really well as they did. So I was happy about that. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, uh, Jimmy too. I mean, did throw an interception, but was negated, uh, which is great. Um, was only sacked once. The offensive line still doing their thing, uh, which is great to see. Uh, didn't see much of Elijah Mitchell and McCaffrey. Obviously, Mitchell uh, will be out with an MCL sprain about six to eight weeks. Sad, um, but. Uh, Christian McCaffrey dealing with uh, knee irritation during that game as well. So we, saw, we got to see um, Jordan Mason play. 
and we'll talk about him a little bit later. But yeah, I mean, Ayuk had a pretty good game, like you said. Uh, Jawan Jennings uh, with a touchdown catch and some big plays too uh, down in the red zone to have the 49ers keep going and ultimately score that touchdown and uh, kick some field goals as well. But yeah, no, excited for this matchup. Um, but let's talk about more injury wise. Uh, with Mitchell out for about six to eight weeks, we'll see a lot more of TDP and Jordan Mason. Um, Austin Jordan Mason, Jake, great runner. Yep, very ne- very um, good runner. Uh, Baby Marshawn, as I like to call him, because he has 24, has dreads, and he runs hard. Yeah, it might be our uh, our next new favorite running back um, yeah. to watch out for in Jordan Mason uh, with uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. being traded to the Dolphins, who we'll see this week and see how that matchup uh, goes for him. Um other elements of wise, we'll see Eric Armstead back for this game. Uh, sits home himself. Um, he will be suiting up, uh, coming back. This game decided to see that uh, defensive line back with Armstead. Um, all, also, uh, Charles Domenico was added to the injury list, but was uh, back at practice today as well. Um, CMC limited on Wednesday, was a full go today, so you'll have to see that. Uh, Spencer Burford also back at practice. He did leave the game uh, with a walking boot last game, but should be good to go uh, come Sunday. Um, no Debo Thursday practice. Was limited on Wednesday. Uh, no sign of him practicing on Thursday. Um, Jake, are you worried about his availability this coming Sunday? Yes, I am worried. I think he will play because it was raining today and you don't want to really, really Jesus Christ, you don't want to risk him getting injured during practice. But I think he is going to play ultimately, just doing a cautious approach. Uh, Hopefully tomorrow we see him on the field or maybe doing something on the sideline because that will be a good indication that he probably will play. But we have to see that happen. But it is a little bit worrisome because we're already missing Mitchell McCaffrey, who's probably going to play but has like a knee irritation thing. Uh, They're trying to manage as well. So you probably do need... Uh, Debo as well, who might have more carries out of the backfield this week without Elijah Mitchell. Um, That could happen. So, yeah, I am kind of worried, but I still think he's ultimately going to play. Yeah, I think so, too. I I agree with that. Um, A little rainy there in the Bay Area right now. I got an update from my boy Josh Jacobs that it was raining all day today. So, yeah, probably a good idea to have a guy dealing with a soft tissue injury like a hamstring, uh, not practicing, you know, ultimately – might just slip and just screw up his hamstring even more and put his uh, availability on Sunday in jeopardy. Um, But yeah, other news, uh, 49ers signed Janoris Jenkins to the the squad, adding uh, some depth to the secondary. Obviously, uh, uh, been without uh, Emmanuel Moody and uh, Jason Barrett for most of the season now, but just adding some depth to the practice squad. you said before the podcast started, Jake, a lot of Dolphins talk happening on the other side. Um, coming from a former 49er, uh, why don't you go ahead and talk about it? Yes, yeah, so Rhea Moster, who basically owes everything to the Niners for you know, get, making them have a career in this league, decided to come out and say some stuff about Jimmy Garoppolo and the Niners' skill position staff, uh, the Dolphins' skill position players being better than the Niners, and about the Niners trying to pressure him back from injury when he basically 
decide to get surgery and decide not to play the rest of the season. I thought they gave him a contract extension after six games because he was bitching about that, how he was underpaid and demanded a trade. Uh, so, you know, I hope he plays this weekend. Uh, he might not, though, because he's injured, which is shocking because he's always injured. But, you know, that's just him. Uh, so it will be good to see him play and hopefully the Niners shut him out. Uh, then Jeff Wilson, who I understand, but he kind of demanded a trade as well because they got McCaffrey. Uh, he was talking about as well. He's happy to be out of there, be in a team where he can play more, which, I mean, that's fine with me. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, the Raheem Mostert stuff did get me kind of upset, more because it seems like, but he, it felt kind of ungrateful for what he was saying and kind of shot takey for no reason when the Niners were just over, like talking always. Oh, the Niners have always talked well about Raheem Mostert, but he decided that he wanted to take some shots. Which, that's fine. Can you can you back it up? Are you going to be able to play this weekend? Or are you going to be out again of another injury that you always suffer? Or are you going to be you know out there playing hard? Are you going to try to fight for injury? Or are you going to sit on the bench, not do anything, talk shit, then be basically not heard from for the rest of the season? So I am kind of excited to see what happens uh, there. For that, coming from the Browns and ultimately. You know, being that guy during that Super Bowl run, uh, obviously pre-agent, you know, starting running back, and they had that big game against Green Bay, scoring four touchdowns. Um, but, you know, you had to see it, especially, you know, a former player that you, you know, I'd say I admire, a guy that, you know, was a great player for us, and all of a sudden, bad math on your team. I mean, Gilpin talked about it, too, some other, you know, players, you know, bad math on, you know, their former team and stuff like that. Um, but, you, know, you hate to see it. I mean, we'll see if he plays or not. I still love Jeff Wilson Jr. He's still my guy. Yep, I love uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. too. And we we probably won't yeah. see Mostert because, you know, he just doesn't like the – it doesn't seem like he plays through injury often, uh, which, you know, that's his – That's it's not my body. I can't say that's that. His, that's, his, that's his MO. That's his MO. That's his playing. MO, yeah. But so, Jeff Wilson Jr., I always, I'll always always root for you. Raheem Mostert, eh, you're, you're kind of a little too chatty, all right? You're, you're talking a little too much about having anything to back it up, really, except for one – basically one game. Uh, about four years ago, so let's see you. I like to see you do something, buddy, before you start talking shit. But you know, that's just me. Do you think the defense will be able to hold down Tyreek Hill, not only him but General Wall on on the opposite side? What are, What are your thoughts? Well, if it if it's raining Sunday, then that kind of that might force them to run the ball more, and their defense is pretty. I'm not gonna say terrible. It's not good. So if the Niners, if it rains, the Niners can like you know keep their run game, force them to pass. Where we've seen in like rainy weather games, Tua doesn't play as well. Uh, we saw that in college at Alabama, and because he, he doesn't have the biggest hands, so that maybe the ball fumbles, maybe he fumbles the ball a little, maybe he fumbles the ball once or twice this weekend if it's raining, if it's raining pretty hard, uh, but. I think are they gonna be able to stop him fully? I don't think so. But I think they can stop at least one of them. But stopping both at the same time might be kind of tough to ask for. Yeah, uh, I feel like being able to stop one would be good, and then just keeping everything in front of you—that's probably the best bet, specifically the secondary, right? I mean, I do see one big bomb happening on Sunday. Um, to Tyreek Hill, uh, it's he's that good of a receiver. It's gonna happen. I mean, when it happens, I mean you can't be too mad about it. But let's just happen. 
is let's make sure it happens in a spot where we can recover, right? Um, second big test for the 49ers this offseason, right? Or this this season. Um, first big matchup was against the Chiefs. I mean, we're looking at the schedule, we haven't played a lot of good teams, I will say. Um, Bears, Seahawks, Broncos, Rams, Panthers, Falcons, um, Chargers, Cardinals, and Saints so far. Rams, two wins. Uh, Charizards? Pokemon? Um, but yeah. Um, Pokemons. Pretty good team in the Dolphins, right? I mean, offensively, defensively, I think too. I mean, a couple of years ago, they had a better defense, but like you're saying, I'm not the greatest defense uh, that they have. They have Christian Wilkins on uh, the defensive line and stuff like that, but yeah, I mean, I think if our offensive roles and we're known to run the ball, obviously uh, kind of sus with uh, CMC having a little bit knee irritation, but him saying that he's a full go come Sunday would be nice, but I think we're going to see a lot of mix of TDP, Jordan Mason, and him uh, running the ball and see if he can slip one through in this wet weather. Hopefully it clears up on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But I think the defense will do its job. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we can talk about what we always do in uh, keys to the game and Number one being to score more points. Our arm uh, but I think it's going to be an arm step back on defense, too, which is going to be great. But um, running the ball, time of possession, I think, for sure. And I think getting out the two is going to be uh, one of the biggest keys as well. You know, just trying to contain him, but not big of a runner, more of a pocket passer, too. So um, that wide nine defense, defensive end, I'm just trying to get to, to two here. Yeah, the uh, score more points, close, as you said, too. Uh, ten and a half sacks so far in the season. Eleven. Playing pretty well. 11, there you go. And a half. 11. And a half, he had one game. He had one last last game, excuse me. Five <laughs> games in a row with at least one sack. And he's going against a team that might be missing two of their offensive tackles. I saw a report. Tom Armstead hasn't been officially ruled out. I think he still has a chance to play come Sunday, but dealing with a, a pack injury that might uh, linger into, this, into Sunday's game. Not ideal to have it be a tackle, have a peck injury. Yeah, not ideal. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll talk about who we picked for this game. But but first, but first, yes. let's talk about the Bears. Yes, you know? how's it going? Our uh, mid-season update for the Bears. You know, <laughs> shitty. <laughs> Justin Fields came electric in the last three four weeks. You know, he's been top fantasy quarterback, running the ball like crazy. Some say he's Lamar 2.0. True. Um, but Can't pass. the team is the team is falling apart left and right. They traded two key defensive players. Roquan Smith being dealt out is the worst decision this team's made in years. You know, Eddie Jackson's done for the season. What's uh, worse, that or drafting Mr. Trubisky over Patrick Mahomes? Um, Jake, shut up. Probably that one, but we're not going to talk. About that's the pass, man. That's the pass. Let's talk about that right now. Okay. Uh, Khalil Herbert's gone. So David Montgomery's taking 80% of the workload. Mm. It's not great. He's an average running back. He's Herbert. not. Re signed Tariq Owen. You know, I don't. He's playing Warzone. I don't, I don't know if he's even in shape to play football right now. All I see on his Instagram is Warzone. Warzone, Warzone. So I'm a little worried. Yeah, he's also but, tore uh, both Achilles in back-to-back years. Yeah, so he's definitely not in shape. 
Okay. I'm looking at, I'm looking at your guys' schedule. Uh, Wait, hey, look at this, long. though. Tariq Cohen is 9-0 in his Madden League franchise. Hey. Great, great gamer. Um, <clears throat> Cowboys, big loss by 20, but... Against the Dolphins, only losing 35 to 32. Losing by one to the Lions. Losing by three against the Falcons, but ultimately getting dogged by the Jets, 31 to 10. Mike White! Yeah, you have Green Bay this Sunday, potentially without an Aaron Rodgers. Um, Not a great receiving core. Jordan Love, um, who showed that he can pass the ball. Uh, He's pretty good against a prevent against a prevent defense, giving them everything in front of them. But what are your thoughts uh, come Sunday against uh, Green Bay? Uh, it's Aaron Rodgers, and despite how bad this Packers team has been this year, it's Aaron Rodgers against the Bears. He's going to throw three touchdowns. He's going to throw if he plays three hundred fifty yards. No, he's playing. If he plays, he will never miss a Bears game. Okay, he'll play <laughs> if his rib is broken. He does not care. This man is going to rip the hearts out of every Bears fan, like he does every time he plays us. It never fails. So, come Sunday, I'm going to put red zone on. I'm not going to put the game on. What a fan I'm you ass- are, bro. I'm assuming we're going to lose 28 to 14 at mm-hmm. best. At oh, best. Oh, God. At best. Wow. If we win... I actually might be more pissed off. Yeah, why would you win? Just keep lose the rest of the season. I want this Georgia never win a game again. So bad. Um, yeah. You didn't mention Darnell Mooney also after the season. Uh, big hits the receiver. I mean, you don't have any receivers there. You have um, excuse uh, you, excuse uh, you, excuse you, James. Uh, Quantum is Saint Brown. They have Dante Pettis, right? They do have a receiver. Come on, Dante Can Pettis. Just, let, let me let me talk. Former Niner. All right, let me talk before you say anything. Forty nine legend, Dante Pettis. Mm. He's he's okay. Chase Claypool, pretty pretty. Oh yeah, he's there. I think I think the the, the biggest offensive weapon you'll have right now is one Cole Komet if you toss him the rock, Oops. and two is David Montgomery. It's a tough look on offense right now. Justin Fields might break his own record again, which is tough to do as a quarterback. I mean, the the receiving core is basically... Dick. It's, it's D2 receivers matched with undrafted free agents, and it's just... I don't know. It's... I don't okay. know. I, they're planning well, on doing something, I hope. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Next, yeah. next, next question. I mean, what's the plan? I mean, what did what did the Bears have to do to become champion? Oh, you yeah, yeah, know they have go to the Arena League in half space. Yeah, a hundred and what, hundred twenty-three million, right? Something like that. It's absurdly outrageous how much money they have to spend. Okay, so I, I get it this year. New or new Tony front Ch- office. Tony Chapapolit. Sure. But let them talk. they got a new front office. Let it settle for one year. Let them let them get used to it. Sign a lot of, I hope, offensive line next year because, good Lord, it is <laughs> atrocious. Yeah, you know. In the draft, I hope they take D-line or a linebacker. Quarterback? Because no quarterback. We're 
set on our man. He's a good quarterback. Despite what you guys say, what, what despite Jake says. What do you mean? Despite Jake says, he can throw the ball. He doesn't have a receiver to make catches. Okay. <laughs> Darnell Mooney cannot make every catch. It, is he is he Zach Wilson? Is he is he missing five yard out routes? No. Is he overthrowing a forty yard bomb here and there? Yeah. But I mean that just he's in his second year. He's I'm, getting used to it. I'll never forget just, the tweet. Justin Fields completes like a forty yard pass. Alright, that's enough of that. <laughs> it's it is crazy the uh, the offensive playbook though. I will say that. <laughs> that's enough of that. So no you're gonna, that. so looking at some offensive linemen who are free agents come twenty twenty three. You have Alanda Brown Jr., mm. Jake Coffin. I mean Jason Kelsey might be old, but having a veteran center there. I think he's retired. The I, I don't think Jason Oh, Kelsey he is. Yeah, he did say that. Um you also have Mike McGlinchey you can tell Hey, you. you want that shitter? We'll trade you. We'll give you we'll give you him away. No. I don't even know why we picked up uh what's his name's contract from the Raiders. But here's the uh, thing though. Finding guards, centers, and guards is not that tough. Look at the Niners, for example. Spencer Burford, fourth round. Jake Brendel, undrafted. Aaron Banks played five snaps his rookie year. Yeah. It's and an we easy keep position. drafting these tackles and guards in the second and third rounds, and they don't turn out to shit. Yeah, you know. Andre, Andre Dilliard, also uh, a free agent um, for the Eagles, another young guy that you can, I mean. Mm. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to necessarily say it's, it's, it's not hard, like Jake said. I, I feel I, you still have to have a really good scouting department, to, you know. But that, that goes without saying, right? The scout guys that are, you know, do it for your team and for your scheme. But oh, yeah. We'll just see what your head coach and your GM think uh, and their second uh, time drafting around. We'll see how they do. Um, but, yeah, you know, I mean, you still have Justin Fields on a rookie contract. Uh, third year, next year, we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, you got to build that offensive line. You got to be able to protect your boy. I mean, you hate to see that he missed last week with a shoulder injury. I mean, you want to protect your franchise quarterback, right? Uh, yeah. But in the offseason, you got to spend. I mean, you've seen good teams spend and not turn out so great, but I think uh, wheeling and dealing for sure. I mean, look at the Jacksonville Jaguars acquiring Christian Kirkwood at the time. People were like, what the fuck were they doing? But I mean, he's. Uh, Done pretty well for himself with Trevor Lawrence, um, but they have guys with this game. And next thing you know, you draft someone who's good. So, yeah, no, uh, Bears are dog shit. Even though they beat us week one, bullshit. But, Doesn't matter. Um, this is number. I like one. This is bring up this point. This is number one the bullshit. Um, the rain didn't go so well for you guys last time you played in it. Thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, just a charity win for you guys. You know, I felt bad for you for your shit franchise and your terrible quarterback. So, you know, we just, we just gave you a win, you know. Jake, know shut that. up, dude. I know the Jake, perfect Jake guy for just... you guys to sign, though. He'll fit your scheme perfectly. Mike McClinchy. Five-year okay. deal, please. There's no shot. There's no shot. Uh, he'll be a backup somewhere. Um, but, yeah, well, I mean, anything else you want to say about the Bears, Phil? Sorry, what was the question? 
Anything else you want to say about the Bears? Um, we suck this year. I hope uh, Eberflus, good and coach, the front office can. He's a great coach. I'm not gonna lie. He's doing good. I don't give him any hate this year. It's his first year, but I hope the front office and everyone settles down next year in the off season. Spend some money, gets a couple, maybe one or two star players. Use the other eighty million dollars we'll have left over to want a punter? renovate the team. Well, after we sign like one or two star players, we're only gonna have like you know eighty mil or something. Yeah, you know, so a lot of money. Robbie Gold. still a ton of money to build a line. Maybe get a linebacker. We're good on the corner and safety. Only you had one. <laughs> we need we need a we need a wide receiver. And we need a offensive line. That's it. So I'll leave it at that. Oh, I mean, the Bears, we're not looking good, but we can be good if if they do it. We'll see. Yep. All right, well, Jake, um, take it from here. No music. It's week 13. No music. Four straight. You understand why. Week 12. Week 13. Sorry. Week 13. Pick them. First game. Niners. Dolphins. James, what's your pick? Uh, I'm taking the 49ers here. Niners. Yep, Niners as well. Gelf, what's your pick? I'm going with the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, baby. go fuck yourself. Moving on. Thursday night football. We all picked the Bills over the Patriots. It's looking pretty good right now. So that's what we picked for that. Sunday night football. Cowboys. Colts. Hmm. This guilt guy. Bro. I picked the Cowboys to win this I game. See James, Jeff who do you Saturday have? Shut up. Rip the hearts out of every Cowboys in in Texas. Okay. No shot. No shot. I'm Matt the, Ryan and Jonathan Taylor no. are going to lead this team no. to a dub. Not even close. No, I mean I'll give. I, I'll take the Cowboys. Um, Colts. Matt Ryan sucks. True. It, it's Tony Pollard's going to have himself a game. He's that Tony guy. Chop you can't do that. As you can't do that. Sorry, change that pick. Thank you. Um, but I'm taking Cowboys here. Moving on, Monday Night Football. This shit game. Saints, Bucks. I have the Saints winning this because the Saints always played the Bucks hard for some reason, and the Bucks kind of suck. That's why I have James. Who do you have? I'm taking the Bucks here. I mean, um, you are right. The Saints do indeed have the Bucks number uh, in the regular season, but I, I can't not not pick Tom Brady here. Mm. Gilf, who do you have? I'm going with the Bucks. I mean, Andy Dalton, what a bum. Uh, get him out of the league. Taysom Hill, respect. But Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette's back. Shocking you. The Bucks Taysom are taking Hill. this by 10 points minimum. Book mm -hmm. it. Moving on. Lock of the week. Last week I picked the Ravens to beat the Jags in my lock of the week. They lost. I then said before the episode I would never pick the Ravens again in the lock of the week. Well, I lied. Ravens over Broncos, my lock of the week. James, what's yours? A lock of the week, I'm taking Vikings over Jets. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say. Mm, moving on, Jeff. Um, Gilf, what do you have? 
All I gotta say is bolt up, baby. Chargers over commitment to excellence. <laughs> Two game Justin Herbert's throwing for four tutties. Eckler's catching three of them. Please, we're winning a playoff spot, baby. It's week thirteen. So that's unbelievable. Anyways, moving on. Upset of the week. I think I got the upset of the week right last week. I forget who I picked. Oh, I picked the. I forget who I picked, but I got it right. No, you, you didn't get it right. You didn't. Who did I pick? Oh, I think I picked Jets. Never mind, never mind. It doesn't matter. Moving on. Upset of the week. I had the Jets over the Vikings. Mike White, the greatest quarterback of all time, will win on the road against Kirk Cousins, who's 9-2. and two. I cannot see a Kirk Cousins team be 10-2. and two. You're picking against me? Yes. You can Sigma. Yet. Moving on. James, what's your pick? Is there something in your mouth? No. I'm taking Bengals over Chiefs in the Pause. last of the week. Um, Jamar Chase coming back this week. Uh, I think they just send it over to Chiefs. Go Jags. I mean, go Bengals. Hmm. Gilf, what's your upset pick of the week? I'm going to root with Jake here. You know, Vanilla can't Mike. Can't do that. Pick another game. You guys can't do that. You guys Absolutely electric. Another game. I love this Jets team. If Brees Hall was still on this team this year, what a team to look at. Okay? One of the best defenses, defense of rookie of the year, Sauce Gardner, is going to absolutely clamp Justin Jefferson. And I see the Jets winning by seven here. Okay? Six and a half. I changed that, my that's pick. one of the that's one of the most pick. boldest things I've ever Jets heard. You think over Sauce Vikings? Gardner. Book it. You're you think Sauce Gardner is in a Sauce Gardner? You think you is think a prime Richard Sherman right now? And he's Stop only it. what thirteen games into his career? Prime Richard Sherman. Twelve. You're absurd. He's You're elite. Ridiculous. You're ridiculous. He's putting up defensive player of the year numbers as a rookie. I think there's something wrong with both of you guys. What are you talking about? That's over Vikings. Book it. I believe in you. You believe in me? And you mean you and you and Gilf over there? Me and Jake are agreeing on something for the first time in our fucking life. Okay. Well, anything else to add? Mac Jones sucks. That's what I have to add. That's it, though. Thank you for listening to BA Podcast Chicago's Games with Jake. Special guest, Fuck. Gil. Bear down, Probably bolt up. Let's ride. Two fucking Don't forget to follow games. us on Instagram at BA, at the BA Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at BA underscore podcast one. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Spotify and SoundCloud. And subscribe to us on the podcast app. Yeah, make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review. Unsubscribe, resubscribe, like 50 times to gain a system. Let's check and learn from being in the industry the past five and a half years. Get to podcasts worldwide. We like to talk to podcasts for recreation. Busy know she's starts to be a podcast. Get to talk to podcasts worldwide. We do it. We have five. There it is. James, GIF. You first. Have Gif. a great Have a great Thursday. Let's go USA on Saturday. England's taking it home overall. God bless. Hmm. My week, Queen Moise. Queen Moise. You're a monster. Bye. Bye. The Muffin Man. <laughs>